This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. Welcome back to another episode of the Pax What She Said podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Perry Goldstein, joined once again, as always, by Maggie Loney. She is back. She is a mom. We missed you so much. There was only two episodes of that. You it felt like forever. How are you? How are you? I I am not sleeping very much, but I'm doing great. Being a mom is weirdly the best thing that's ever happened to me. I, maybe that's not weird. I don't know. I've never felt very maternal, and then I had a kid. Now I feel very maternal. So that's <laughs> that's a, that's a plus. Yeah, we love. We love the little boy. Uh, we know that you're going to be an amazing mom. You had your first Packers game together out the womb, which was exciting to say the least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mark kept joking that uh, the baby coming was going to usher in the Jordan Love era. And then Aaron Rodgers took the rib shot and he was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I was just kidding. <laughs> it was just a joke. Wow. Yeah, that's some clairvoyance right there. Yeah. So speaking of. There's a lot to go over in this game. This game was like four quarters of absolute madness. I mean, leave it to the Packers. They're not going out with a soft whimper. That's for sure. They are going to close out this season with an entertaining bang, which is better than the latter, I guess. There's almost too much to talk about in this game in one podcast episode. So maybe let's start with our highlights or like favorite moments from the game if you will and then we can dive into some of the injuries and Jordan Love yeah I think I think that's a good way to do it because there there were a lot of negatives but we (laughs) typically try to be optimistic on this show so I'm gonna give my uh, give my game ball whatever you want to call it the good before the bad and the ugly to Keyshawn Nixon as a punt returner and a kickoff returner and I don't know if I took that from you but just there was a stat about how explosive he was is like the only returner to have uh, multiple 50 plus yarders uh, this season. And he he's earned it. Like he, yeah. Keyshawn Nixon is the only player in the NFL this season with multiple kick returns of at least 50 yards in the same game. So, you know, it not to like rag on Rich Passaccia or Amari Rogers, since he's not obviously with the team anymore, but 
it just kind of is a head scratcher if like you know you had this explosive guy in your back pocket and you've worked with him even like with the Raiders why was he sitting there you know in the waiting when your your primary guy was fumbling the entire time so he gets a game ball because I thought that he really flipped the field and gave the Packers some good position for some of these these drives that they needed to score points. Yeah, I definitely would give a game ball to Casey on Nixon. It is really confusing that they've had him on the roster for as long as they have. And we're just seeing him now because he's certainly uh, explosive and fearless, which I feel like you need to be a little bit when you're playing special teams, right? You have to have some odd level of confidence that you can, you know, and he's got way better vision for sure than Amari Rogers ever had, even when he could catch the ball. So he keeps us on our toes, but you're right. He flipped the field a number of times and gave the Packers offense very good field position. Not that they did something with it every single time, but we love, we love the effort. Um, I have a couple of game balls to give. Actually, I know it was a bit of a cluster, but can we give Christian Watson the offensive game ball here? I mean, the dude went for another, I think quietly another 100, over 100 yard game. And if you're looking for bright, shining moments on this team for an otherwise kind of underwhelming and severely underperforming Packers team that's now four and eight. I mean, Christian Watson is it, right? He just looks like the real deal. He stacked now three consecutive games, not a fluke. He is got the route running. He's got the explosiveness. He's got the size. He made those Eagles defenders look slow. He is, and I'm pretty sure I saw on Twitter as well that one of the defenders on his 63-yard catch and run touchdown, one of the defenders trailing him runs a 4-3-8-40. So yeah. Christian is watching. Christian Watson is making fast men uh, look slow, and I'm just very excited for his future. And I'm thrilled to see the Packers from what it looks like for now, hit on yet another second round wide receiver. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, not to get into like the Aaron Rodgers versus Jordan Love thing, but it was nice to see Jordan Love have a connection with him and Rodgers obviously go to him repeatedly. So whoever is under center in 2023, you know, is going to start building that chemistry. And especially, I mean, it's needed. And um, I think he was, he was in the same elite company as Sterling Sharp and Devontae Adams, as far as some of the statistics for, you know, what he's done in this stretch. And, you know, a lot of people were ready to write him off with the injuries and the drop in the first game of the season. And it just kind of goes to show you now, like when you give these guys time to develop and get on the same page in the Matt LaFleur offense, that good things happen. Um, I did want to also give another offensive game ball to AJ Dillon. Just because, you know, I I think maybe, honestly, I'm trying to do the quick math in my head, but this might have been his most yards from scrimmage all season. And if it's not, yes. it was really close. I think he might have had a couple more in Minnesota with his receiving yards, but he it was definitely his most productive game on the ground. He was averaging eight yards per attempt, and he had his second rushing touchdown of the season. So, you know, after kind of like what you would want to say a down year for him after what we saw last season, it was really nice to see him gashing the Eagles and you know fighting for those yards because the offense really needed him to come up in those moments yeah it was really nice to see him get his legs back because and I think the Packers we knew going into the season that they have such an incredible one-two punch with him 
and Aaron Jones. And so far this season, it really has been in terms of the running back room, the Aaron Jones show. Um, Obviously he's an elite talent, just a rare, unique, I mean, the touchdown catch that he made, like that was wide receiver stuff, but after a really promising last season from AJ Dillon and seeing what he can do, especially at this time of year, I think we've been kind of waiting for him to break out. And I've been saying this all season and I'll say it again. He is a rhythm back and you saw him get repeated continued touches in this game against the Eagles. And that's when you see him get his vision, get his explosiveness, start to get into the groove of what he's able to do and just plow through a defensive lineman. So I agree. He's, I mean, we both feel this way. He's the easiest guy to root for in the whole world. And we've been waiting for him to kind of find himself again this season. And I'm glad it's happened at some point. Um, I think the last game ball I'll give here, um, it's kind of a tie for me. This was obviously like just an absolutely abysmal defensive performance. And we'll get into our, our cons of the game, I believe, which is basically just the defense getting gashed on the ground. Um, but there were some guys on this side of the ball that really stepped up in this game. I think you can point at um, Rudy Ford as one of them. Quay Walker, who picked up the fumble recovery and, if not for some better blocking, probably would have returned it for a touchdown. Um, he, as well as Christian Watson, just looks like the light's on, like it, it has hit. Um, as well as J.J. and Ngbare. I think, you know, you lose Rashawn Gary on that side of the ball and you're seeing some of the problems that it's obviously trickled down with the defense in terms of not being able to get as much pressure. And, you know, Rashawn is just the kind of heart and soul of that defense, but it's allowed guys like Enigbari to really step up to the plate. And I think the Packers have found a really nice rusher in him as a fifth round pick this year. And as a whole, I think it's highlighted that Goot's done a fairly nice job with the 2022 draft class because they've been serious contributors so far this season. I agree. I'm glad you you pointed out Quay Walker and Rudy Ford. And the other name that I would throw in there, just because I think, you know, we have like these expectations now of guys coming in and contributing the way that Devondre Campbell and Rasul Douglas did last season. Like it's tainted our expectations a little bit of what maybe street free agents are capable of, but Rudy Ford obviously coming in has made a huge impact both on special teams and at the safety position. We'll talk about Darnell Savage, I'm sure in a little bit. Um, But then Justin Hollins street free agent or, you know, getting cut by the Rams on like Thanksgiving, turning around, coming to green Bay, You know, he has a sack on the night. He was able to kind of help set the edge. And, you know, whatever your expectations are when these kind of guys come in, nobody's going to be Rashawn Gary. It's going to take like every man to make up for him, you know, not being on the field. But the way that he was able to set the edge and like his kind of relentless pursuit, it was really refreshing. And it just kind of shows that like, you know, Goot is constantly looking at trying to improve the roster, even if it's not like an Odell Beckham Jr. name coming in, you know, that's a big name. He's he's still looking for pieces. And, you know, maybe it was Justin Holland's one good game and we're not talking about him again this season. But the fact that Goot is trying to bring guys in to make impacts, I think, says a lot. And Justin Hollins, I thought, had a really fun game for a guy that probably wasn't on, you know, many radars. Guys probably didn't know or, you know, fans probably didn't know what his number was even until he stepped on the field on Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 